The first preseason game for the Pelicans is here. Here are five things I'm watching for in their game against the Minnesota Timberwolves tonight. Let's do it in today's episode of Locked On Pelicans. You are Locked On Pelicans, your daily New Orleans Pelicans podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to another edition of Locked On Pelicans, the daily podcast covering everything you want to know about the New Orleans Pelicans in the NBA, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day, available wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube. I'm your host, Pelicans Insider, credential member of the media, Jake Madison, at Nola Jake on Twitter, here with you all on this Monday, and it's a game day. Feels kind of weird saying that after the past, like, I don't know, two years we've had here when it comes to Pelicans in the NBA and just, you know, the world. But I'm excited about that. So thank you for making Locked on Pelicans part of your day and your first listen every single day. Free and five days a week for you all breaking down everything you want to know about this team. So please subscribe wherever you get your podcast. Subscribe on YouTube if you watch it there. We're going to be here all season long and it starts tonight. So five things that I'm going to be watching for in this game. And a couple of caveats with this. One, it's preseason. It doesn't mean a whole lot. And you kind of heard David Griffin talk about how they're really using preseason as an extension of training camp. I don't know if we should read too much into what we're going to see tonight, but also it's our first chance to see the team. So there are going to be things to take away from that. Um, as they take on the Minnesota Timberwolves at 7 p.m. tonight. No Zion in this one. Obviously, he's not expected to really play in any of the preseason contests, though they still think he's going to be available for the season opener. No Valanchunas for the Pelicans, so no new look or no first look at the Pelicans' new big man, their center, going into this one. So that kind of colors things too, right? Not normal rotations, not normal lineups, all of that stuff. But still, we're going to try and take away some things. By the way, if you want to watch the game, it is going to be on Pelicans.com. They're live streaming it if you're within 75 miles of the Smoothie King Center. That's per NBA broadcast regulation. It's also going to be on ESPN Radio 100.3 FM in New Orleans, so you can get it that way by listening. The next game versus Orlando, which is a home game in the Smoothie King Center, will be on Bally Sports, formerly uh, Fox Sports New Orleans, now Bally Sports New Orleans. So first... First thing of the five that I'm going to be looking for in tonight's game, and this one's just kind of simple and and really all-encompassing, I think, and that's, does this team look different? Does this team feel different than the team we saw last year? They fired Stan Van Gundy and seemingly have gotten that kind of black cloud hanging over this team and these players that occurred last year. They hated playing for him, and you can kind of see it out there on the court at times, famously with Eric Bledsoe against the New York Knicks, that whole I wasn't paying attention thing. It just like, you know, dark skies over the team. No one really wants to play in a losing year like that. It's just a bit of a mess. And then in comes Willie Green. And in the uh, Summer League team and in Vegas, we saw them just look and feel different, right? Andrew Lopez even said it when he was on with Zach Lowe on the Low Post ESPN podcast. They just look and felt different. And I want to see if that really carries over are they kind of moving around with some zip do they look energized do they look happy to be there are they having fun all of those things I think are going to be really important you know I again I think this roster is better than it was last year significantly I'm not entirely sure about that so if this team's going to make the playoffs it really needs kind of an injection of 
like whatever intangible stuff, right? Energy, effort, all of that, like pride from Willie Green. So it's going to come down to in Willie, we trust, I think. And Todd Graffinini, radio voice of the New Orleans Pelicans, had texted me to that the other day. And so I think that's really what we want to see. Are they kind of moving the ball, that 0.5 offense that Willie Green wants to run? Are you kind of making those reads really quickly? Are you snapping into it? Are they running offensive sets? And this is going to get into something next. Or are they kind of playing free flow? basketball, relying on basketball IQ, other things like that. Do they just have, like, do, do they look like they care on defense, right? Are they looking to make the right read? Are they communicating? Are they trying to talk to one another? Because this has kind of been a quiet group over the past couple of years. Are they kind of snapping out of that and doing a lot of the things that they need to do? That's what I want to see from this team. And if they come out just feeling different, looking different, you know, I'm going to feel, despite the fact that they might lose and they might go 0-4 or whatever it is going to be in preseason, we don't need to read too much into that, 0-5 um, in preseason. But if that's if they look and feel different, I'm going to feel pretty good about this team eventually being able to put it all together with some of the pieces that they have. So this one kind of comes on to Willie Green. In the huddle, our guys paying attention to him. You know, he really commanded those huddles and timeouts and things like that in the game. Is he capable of doing that now? I think he will be, and I think we. this is one I expect to see a different team on, but we really want to be able to see it out there. And I've got a lot of optimism about what we're going to see from them. So coming up, more things that I'm going to be watching for. Four more in this one, including something about Brandon Ingram, what combination of guards, Trey Murphy, Jackson Hayes, all of that, and a little bit more coming up here in today's episode of Locked On Pelicans. Before we do that, though, today's episode of Locked On Pelicans brought to you by Sleeper Game Picks. In 2018, the fantasy sports experts at Sleeper realized that fantasy basketball was broken. Games were being won and lost based on whose players had more scheduled games that week. It made no sense and required very little strategy. So in 2020, Sleeper introduced a brand new way of playing fantasy basketball, and it's called Game Picks, and it's only available on the Sleeper app. In Game Picks, owners pick a single game per week for each starter to count towards their team's totals, ensuring an even number of games played between opponents. This creates a way more strategic fantasy basketball experience. You've got your guy playing three games that week. You can only pick one. So you're going to be diving into the opponent. You're going to be looking at it if it's home or away. The opponent's defensive ranking. Is your guy playing in a fast-paced offense? Is the opponent fast too? Because that's going to factor into how many shots and steals and all that stuff that your guy might get. There's way more strategy when it comes to sleeper game picks than any other version of fantasy basketball. And it eliminates all that like daily busy work. Setting your lineup, kind of doing that you know, on the regular, then forgetting about it. You lose a week, you lose interest, and all of a sudden your season's done halfway through because of busy work. You don't need to worry about that when it comes to Sleeper because it's the most strategic fantasy basketball out there. So go to download the Sleeper app today. Sign up for Game Picks and start a league with your friends. You're not going to be disappointed. It's going to be the most strategic version of fantasy basketball that you've ever played. Today's episode of Lockdown Pelicans is also brought to you by DirecTV Stream. Does this sound familiar? You've got one device that lets you catch the game live, another that lets you stream your favorite shows. You're watching sports highlights on your phone, and you've got your neighbor's best friend's login for all the other good Good stuff. Well, I want to tell you about a simple way to get all that entertainment you love without the hassle so you can get your TV 
together and never have it all over the place. Multiple remotes, multiple devices. It's annoying. Get it all in one place. And it's called Direct TV Stream and it brings you live TV and on-demand favorites like never before. So you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. No more juggling remotes. No need to buy another device ever again. And there's no annual contract. So get rid of the clutter and the confusion and get your TV together with Direct TV Stream. You can learn more at directtv.com. That's directtv.com. Compatible device required. Content varies by package. All right. Thank you for listening to Locked On Pelicans and making Locked On Pelicans your first listen every single day. Free and five days a week for you all. No one else coming to you like that, breaking down everything you want to know about this team and Zion Williamson. And for your second listen, go check out Ross Jackson at the Locked On Saints podcast. He was in New Orleans covering the game live. Flying back to Los Angeles, where he lives, he is here, boots on the ground, trying to bring you the best podcast possible on the black and gold, making sense of their loss to the uh, New York Giants, which was super disappointing. And is it something we need to worry about with the offense like a little bit? Because I'm kind of there, and I can't wait to listen to Locked On Saints today to find out if I should be or not, because I'm actually not sure when it comes to that. But the Pelicans have a game tonight. On the road at Minnesota, their first preseason game. Again, no Zion, no Valanciunas in this one. So what are we watching for in this? It's preseason. We don't need to read too much into it, but we want to see certain things. So I already gave you the first thing that I'm watching for in tonight's game. Number two here. It's kind of two things at once. And it has to do with the offense. Who brings the ball up the court? I want to kind of see what roles Willie Green envisions for a lot of these players. Who's kind of playing the point guard role? Is it Devontae Graham? Is it going to be Nikhil Alexander-Walker? Are they even going to be on the court starting at the same time? I'm kind of curious about all of that. Kind of what roles does he envision a lot of these guys playing? Because I think they're kind of hybrid players in a sense. And they can fill a lot of those different roles. And then once they're in the half court, so once someone, whoever that is, has brought the ball up the court, what do you then do? Is it, again, that free-flowing offense where it's just kind of not read and react because I don't want to use that phrase with it, but instinctual basketball play. Look for lanes, cut, go make your moves. Just play smart, right, and find the open man and create and hunt for open shots, point five. Or is there there kind of a little bit more structure to it? Are they going to be getting the ball to Brandon Ingram? Like, who's the first pass after, you know, made to after someone brings the ball up the court? Is it going to go to Brandon Ingram and then you run the offense through him? Or is it going to be passed around the perimeter looking for cutters looking for pick and roll situations that's what I'm really curious about with this you know we assume that it's going to be kind of point forward with BI and point four and point Zion with Zion when he's back healthy so they're going to try and run some of that right now you have Brandon Ingram out there and he's a good passer and we saw he averaged close to five assists last year I think maybe you see him kind of get the ball and do the line share of the initiating which I think is smart is he then used in pick and roll situations where he's the ball handler and maybe you have Jackson Hayes and this is going to come into one of the five things we're talking about today too um, and, and they're going to use him like that what is the offense going to look like with him or are they just trying to kind of go out there and whatever just kind of get some of these guys run all together and speaking of run all together number three on the list of five things to watch for today what combination of guards are playing is it Devontae Graham and Akeel Alexander Walker starter if it is who's the first which of those two is the first sub out and which guard is coming in is it Josh Hart is it maybe a guy like, and this is going to tease to the next segment too, Trey Murphy, what's his role going to be? Or is it a guy that we haven't really heard much about this offseason? Is it a guy like Didi Luzada Silva? That's someone we haven't talked about like at all, partially because his summer league wasn't great. But 
Is he going to play a role in this, in this rotation at the guard spot or on the wing, something like that? Or is it something we're not even realizing? Where does Garrett Temple fit into all of this? What about Tomas Sadoransky? Are they coming in before a guy like Josh Hart? Are they coming in before a guy like Kyra Lewis Jr.? Is he the first guard off the bench? I kind of want to see that because it probably gives us an idea of what the rotation is going to look like on opening night and where Willie Green is putting some of these guys in the pecking order. As we try and make sense in this team, I've had so many people ask me about them. Who's the starting lineup going to be? What's the rotation going to be? I don't really have an answer to a lot of that just yet, right? Like we're, we're kind of in the dark about how Willie Green feels about a lot of these guys and a lot of these players. And I think we'll start to finally get a sense of what this team might look like on opening night with tonight's game. And that's going to be a big part of the guard rotation. You know, they're clearly very, very high on Kyra Lewis Jr. I don't think you let Lonzo Ball go if, if you're not. And so is he going to be the first guard in? What's that mean for what the defense is going to look like? Again, where does Didi fit in? A lot of these questions we're going to start to get answers to. They're not going to be hard and definitive answers, but I think we'll finally start to get a sense of what this team is going to look like in tonight's game. So more so than like who played well or not, I'm looking for those kind of decisions by Willie Green to understand his thinking and try and kind of project and predict what this team's going to do and what they might look like on opening night against the Philadelphia 76ers. So coming up next... Where's Trey Murphy fit into this? And now with Valanciunas out, what does that mean for Jackson Hayes? The final two things that I'm looking for in tonight's opening preseason game against the Minnesota Timberwolves for the New Orleans Pelicans. But before we get to that, today's episode of Locked on Pelicans also brought to you by Built Bar. Built Bar, it's the best tasting protein bar out there. I just found like a box that I had kind of forgotten about and I'm excited because they're the churro puff bars. They're a special edition flavor that just sounded so good I had to order them. And they're awesome. They're light. They're airy. It's all it's like a lighter like Milky Way or something like that. And it tastes even better than that, except this thing's healthy for me. You know how awesome that is to have a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar, but is, you know, not a candy bar and a protein bar and good for you. That's what they do at Built Bar. All of their flavors are delicious, whether it's the coconut, the raspberry, the salted caramel, the cookies and cream, the German chocolate cake, whatever it might be, you can find a flavor that fits you or you can get a mix box where you get two of each of the nine original flavors. And you've got to hear the macros on these things. 17 to 18 grams of protein, calories between 130 and 180, so you're not wasting all the cardio you just did. Only four to Five grams sugar, only four to five grams net carbs, all amazing flavors, all delicious, all tasty, all healthy for you. And these things are going to beat out pretty much any of the other protein bars you've ever tried in taste and in all of those macros for you. So give them a try and go to built.com, use promo code LOCK15, and you're going to get 15% off your next order. Again, that is promo code LOCK15 for 15% off over at built.com. All right, talking about the New Orleans Pelicans and their first preseason game tonight. But first, thank you for making Locked On Pelicans your first listen every single day. I've told you to also listen to Locked On Saints, but also check out Locked On NFL and or Locked On NBA. I love football, but I just don't have the time and energy to invest in keeping up with the NFL and everything that's going on. And that's kind of like cultural currency, particularly at an office and other places with my friends. I use Locked On NFL just to kind of catch up quickly on everything I need to know. So make Locked On NFL your second listen today after Locked On Pelicans, of course, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube. So first preseason game for New Orleans tonight, taking on the Minnesota Timberwolves, 7 p.m. Again, it's available on pelicans.com to watch if you're with 
within 75 miles of the Smoothie King Center. Otherwise, you're going to have to resort to illicit methods. There, there's ways to do that. Or catch it on the radio, ESPN 100.3 FM, and I believe you can just stream that anywhere where you are. Um, so if you want to listen to or indoor watch the game, those are the ways to go about it. But we're also talking about tonight's game, the five things I'm looking for tonight. Talked about the first one. Just does the team look and feel different? Like, please, please, please. I think that's a given. Still kind of want to see it, right? Who brings the ball up and who is initiating the offense? What do they do with the ball in the half court? That's number two. Do they just get it to B.I. and let him kind of cook and go from there? Or is there something else going on with this offense? And then what combination of guards are playing? What's kind of the guard rotation going to look at? Because in theory, they're deep. Even if Garrett Temple and Tomas Sedaransky aren't particularly great players, there's still some depth there that they've never had before. Is Willie Green relying on the veterans? Or is he being told by David Griffin to run with the younger guys. We're going to find out kind of in this game first, even if they're treating it kind of as training camp, I think. It's still going to somewhat tell us what he might be doing. But speaking of young guys, one that we're really going to be watching in this game is going to be Trey Murphy. And I just did an episode last week on who that kind of mystery fifth starter on opening night might be. And I said Trey Murphy has a good chance, whether that's kind of at the two guard or the, th- uh, you know, or the three and playing the wing spot. I think he could be a potential starter. He's been running with BI in practice. Is he starting? What is the role that they really envision for him? Is it just purely a three-point specialist, or has he kind of got free reign to drive and maybe initiate the offense too? Because he did a little bit of that in Summer League, and he was one of the most impressive players that we saw in Summer League. And so I'm really excited to see how they use him in this. Is he switching on everything defensively? We saw him guard Evan Mobley, the fourth overall pick, and kind of shut him down. So I think he can guard basically two through five, maybe one through five for this team. Does that influence what they're really going to be doing on defense? Are they going to switch a whole lot with him? And are they going to kind of use that versatility that he has as an advantage? Does that mean they run him with the starters for that defense, that kind of three and D role? Or does he take on a more expanded role with the reserves? Does he come out early? Does he come in early? Whatever it might be. I'm going to be very curious to see how he fits in because this is a guy they're incredibly high on. They've spoken glowingly about when it comes to him this training camp, the week we've just seen. I'm really excited just to see him in action and show you that he should be, you know, a starter, not just his rookie year, but like just going forward in the NBA, right? Like he's kind of a perfect guy to pair next to Zion and BI, a guy that doesn't really need the ball in his hands, but can do it if he needs to. And is kind of your third, fourth, fifth guy on offense. It's a perfect position for him to be in as a rookie where he's not going to be asked to do too much. And then the fifth thing I'm looking for, number five here, Jackson Hayes. You guys have heard me say it. I'm incredibly high on him. I was like one of the first guys kind of advocating for him getting run with the starters, right? And moving Valanciunas and letting him lead that bench unit. And I've been saying this for like a month now. Even when I evacuated during the hurricane, was talking about that, did a whole show on it. Well, he's going to probably start tonight, I'm guessing, right? Maybe it's going to be a guy like Billy Hernan Gomez, but I would guess it's going to be Jackson Hayes. How are they using him? Is he a pick and roll man? Is he just kind of staying in the dunker spot there? You know, is he going to be launching threes? How are they using him in this offense? And does that maybe tell us if he could eventually be starting in different things like that? But he's been apparently in training camp so far looked really, really good. They're really high on him. This is a good opportunity for him to really take kind of 
establish himself in this Pelicans lineup and on this Pelicans rotation. I'm going to be curious to see how they use him. Is he going to be in the pick and roll and it's going to be Brandon Ingram or one of the guards trying to lob him the ball, using him as that kind of rim running threat? If they are, he's definitely going to have a significant place in the Pelicans offense this season, I think. And then defensively, can he handle Carl Anthony Towns? You know, I don't know if Towns is playing. I haven't looked at the Minnesota Timberwolves things just yet. But if he is, is he going to be able to kind of take one of the more premier centers in the league? And if he holds his own defensively, he doesn't have to be good. Just don't be abysmal. If you can even be like a little bit below average, that's fine. Uh, You know, that shows he can earn significant minutes because he's starting to play both ways. And he showed flashes of that at the end of the year. I'm higher on him than I am on Nikhil. I feel Nikhil can have a breakout year this year, but I'm really high on Jackson Hayes and very excited to see what he could be doing this season. And it kind of starts tonight, and I'm really going to be looking at him on both sides of the ball and how he's used. So I'm hoping for a big, big performance from him offensively and defensively. So those are my five things that I'm looking for in tonight's game against the Minnesota Timberwolves. What are your five or your number one thing that you're going to be watching for? Let me know in the comments on YouTube or on Twitter at Nola Jake. I always love reading all of those and interacting with everyone. So there you go. My five things. Let me know what your things are, whether it's one or five. I'd love to hear it. So that's going to do it for the Monday episode of Locked On Pelicans here again. Thank you for making Locked On Pelicans your first listen every single day. Subscribe to the show wherever you get your podcast and here on YouTube if that's where you're watching it. I appreciate you all tuning in. Pelican season basically starts tonight. I'm excited. I hope you're excited too. And we're going to recap the game tomorrow. So again, as always, I'm your host, Jake Madison at Nola Jake on Twitter, and I'll be back with you all tomorrow.